All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. I'm a real boy! You want thingamabobs? I got 20. 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. We can This is the Magic on a Dollar podcast with David Dollar. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Magic on a Dollar podcast, episode number 15. Folks, thank you so much for downloading. Thank you so much for subscribing, for the reviews, for the emails. I appreciate the feedback. Had a great time doing this podcast so far as we are well into 2018, what, 10, 11, 12 days, something like that. As time you're hearing this, probably 12, 13 days. I am currently at Disney World right now, so I'll have a full report on that trip coming up in the future episodes. We'll be talking about, uh, you know, a little bit about all the parks and all the fun stuff going on, Festival of the Arts and all that good stuff happening at Epcot. But right now, I want to get to my very first guest on the Magic on a Dollar podcast my good friend Jennifer, who is the host, one of the co-hosts of the Divas Dish Diz podcast. I have to say that very carefully because it's a bunch of D's and it kind of messes me up there. But uh, my friend Jenna on the line. Jenna, how are you? Hey, Dave, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm 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 wonderful. I'm so excited to have you here because this is my very first guest on my podcast because I technically I don't really know what I'm doing. So we hope this works. <laughs> you know, I'm pushing buttons and I'm downloading software and I reached out to my producer, Clay, and I'm like, what do you think? And he's like, well, you should do this. And I'm like, I don't even know what you just said. And of course, <laughs> Pre-show, I'm talking to Jennifer, and I'm like, what about this? And she's talking, and I'm like, I don't know what you just said, so, you know, I'm just going to talk, and we'll push record, we'll just, you know, let it go from there. We'll hope for <laughs> so, the best. It'll be good. It'll be good. Now, hey, when, when, are you, when are you going to Disney World? You're going at the end of, the, at the end of January, I'm correct? going at the end of January, so uh, January 25th, because I'm going down to check out Festival of the Arts this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that because I have I'm not seen this. This is the second totally year, for it, obviously, um, so that's pretty cool. And where are you staying? So we're going to do Villas at the Grand Floridian this time, um, which is one of my favorites. And while we're down there, we're not only doing Festival of the Arts, we're going to do Edison and we're going to do the new – why am I just blanking? Because it's new. Mario and – the new Italian place in Disney Springs. Yes, Enzo Mario. Enzo Mario. Amore or something like that. Yeah, something. (laughs) I should know that. I'm, I'm a nerd, so I'm a WWE fan. So every time I hear the word Enzo, I automatically think the short guy, Enzo Amore, who comes oh out. <laughs> he's the like cruiserweight wrestler that used to be with Big Cass. And, you know, and uh, I know the whole the whole opening spiel and everything, which is ridiculous. But that's uh, hilarious. You know, I'm like, Enzo's got his own restaurant. Oh, it's something different. OK, Enzo must be a, <laughs> Enzo must be a real word, not just a WWE name. <laughs> so, it's a real yeah. name. Oh, my God. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. Yeah, we're staying at Finding the Finding Nemo Suites in Animal King or no, Art of Animation. Oh, I've fun. never I've never stayed at the Nemo Suites. I've been to Art of Animation oh, four times, I think, and I've always stayed at I stayed once at Little Mermaid uh-huh. just to check the room out. I've been in the Lion King. I've been in Cars two or three times, and I'm finally getting to stay in the Little Mermaid room. Uh, it's a family suite, of course, for the listeners. It is a it's one of the uh, the buildings uh, on property that is a family suite. You have a, oh, a bedroom with a queen mm-hmm. uh, queen bed. You have a toilet sleeper sofa, a Murphy bed, which is really comfortable. I don't know if you've ever slept on those Murphy. I beds. have not, but I've heard from clients they're, that yeah, they're like really comfortable. they're super comfortable. <laughs> they're really cool. And like, how cute is like the Finding Nemo theme? Like, I love it. It's adorable. Love it. It's largest pool on property. Put your head under the water. You can yep. hear the music and everything. And and I don't. And, and for the listeners too, Jennifer is a is a uh, travel agent as well. She's a travel planner. She owns her own agency. Once upon a star. Once upon a star travel. Um, I am of course uh, Magic on a Dollar, but I am with Paradise Falls Travel uh, Co. But I always believe that there's enough Disney for everybody, which is absolutely. why absolutely. Which is, it's kind of fun because you go on Disney boards with travel agents and they're all like helping each other out and, you know, and every, oh, yeah. every now and then you get a bad egg, but usually people throw those, those bad eggs out. So exactly. it's pretty cool. But, um, but yeah, 
I, I book more art of animation rooms than any other than any other uh, resort at all. It's a great resort. It's to hold up six people. It's wonderful. And so I get to stay in the Nemo room. So I'm pretty excited. And that's uh, so cool. Edison's pretty cool. I have not been to the Edison. Now, is that the one that's kind of modeled after a speakeasy? Yes. Um, yes. Okay. And it's and like also because there's going to be, I think, eventually four parts of this. And the whole right. the, I read the backstory of it because Christine, who's my co-host on Divas Dish Diz, um, was at the media event. She was invited right. to go. And it's beautiful. It's the whole story is it was the old Disney Springs airline hangar, but then as it fell into disuse, it was converted and they were immigrants from Italy and they um, owned the little bakery in the lobby. And so they expanded it into like Pizza Ponte. And then there's the Maria and Enzo's. Maybe, right. maybe that's right, maybe. The, that I think it's Maria. <laughs> um, but anyway, she said the food was outstanding. It was beautiful, kind of Art Deco themed a little bit, um, like in terms of the decor. But yeah, she said it was really amazing. Nice, yeah, nice. So very cool. All right, so I want to do some some Disney history for you real quick, and uh, just because I love looking at Disney history, and I just think it'd be kind of fun to kind of talk about some of this because this week in Disney history. In 2014, a mere four years ago, Disney rolled out a high-tech FastPass Plus system at the Magic Kingdom in Florida. Now, of course, we remember the days whenever you had to do the the quote-unquote FastPass run. You'd gather everybody's tickets at park opening, and you, you figure out what ride you're going to go to first. And so one person jets across the park real quick with their FastPasses in hand, and you know you're standing in that FastPass queue line to try to you know mm-hmm. you, somebody hit it. Okay, which one do I get in? Okay, that guy's got a stack of 15 tickets. Oh, he's only got yeah. one. You get behind him. And <laughs> you're shooting. The, you're putting everybody's ticket in, getting fast passes, and then you meet them at the ride, and you're like, I got the fast passes. Toy Story Mania was the biggest one. For oh, that, me. Was, that was the absolutely. That was the one because it, right around that time, uh, to the what 2007, 2008, when it yeah. opened, and yeah. that's when I really started going to Disney like on a regular, regular basis. Uh-huh. Um, and that's I remember too. doing that. I was, I was the fast pass runner because I was the quickest. I could shoot through the crowd. Just, and of course, we are we were Sans kids at the time, so there was no children in our, in our family, and so we could do a lot faster. And I do remember one time we were at park opening. We got there early enough. My hand was on the rope itself to get in. And I was like, they put me, they let me go ahead and go in, going in, be on the rope, had the tickets and everything. Well, my, my father-in-law called me from the gate and he's like, uh, my ticket's not letting me in. And oh, apparently we had, grabbed the, we had grabbed the wrong card ticket. So we had to go back to our resort, back to, I think, Port Orleans, French quarter. Oh, and I, no. and I don't know if you personally or many of the listeners have ever had to deal with this, but if you're ever trying to catch a bus back to the resort, whenever you first get there, like first thing in the morning, it is not easy. No, right? because nobody's going back to the resort. They're all dropping people off. Exactly. So we stood there for 30 minutes. Bus driver pulled up. and He's like, where are you guys going? Port Orleans. Let me call somebody. So like. 15 minutes later, they had to call a bus to take us back over there because and it was an hour and a half before we get back to the park. And by that time, uh, the, you know, the line was forever long. And we were like, and fast oh passes were like, were they yeah. out? They had to have yeah, been they almost were, out. They were pretty much out. Yeah. And it was like fast, fast, time, like seven o'clock. But yep. you take it. I mean, it's whatever. But yeah. Oh, no, I totally remember those days. They rolled out the the new FastPass system, which still confuses a lot of people because, you know, people are like, well, I can get FastPasses anywhere, right? It's like, well, yes, but not really. I I can get FastPasses all day, right? Well, yes, but not really. Um, And, of course, FastPasses work where you get three FastPasses per day to begin your day. Mm -hmm. Uh, And initially it wasn't – you couldn't do a separate park afterwards. And am I correct in saying that you only got three to begin with? Was it later you could get a fourth one? It was was late. Yes, it was later. At first it was literally just the three. Yeah. you were locked into the one park yep so for like, like maybe Magic- nine months yeah go to magic kingdom and you get a fast pass for space mountain big thunder and peter pan 
well, once those fast passes are done, you're done. You don't get yep. any more fast passes the rest of the day. Well, then they rolled it out where, okay, you can get another fast pass at the same park. The same park. And eventually it's, you know, you can get a fast pass at a different park. So after Peter Pan at, you know, two o'clock, okay, let's look at Epcot. Oh, I can get a fast pass for Soren. And yeah. of course, this was back before they announced the uh, uh, the, the attractions, yep. you know, the coming sections of uh, Fantasyland and everything. Yeah. Um, 1990, this this week in Disney history, Michael Eisner announced plans to build a new Walt Disney World theme park and add a fourth park. Oh, uh, my. Stating a pavilion from the Soviet Union will hopefully be added to Epcot and the 16 new attractions are planned <laughs> are planned for the brand new Disney MGM Studios. And so way long ago. And, of course, they they opened that up in, 19, in 1989. And, of course, the, he planned to build another park, which eventually became Animal Kingdom, I believe. But, uh, but yeah, that was uh, – that was that was a pretty big deal because I remember wow. I remember reading the the news stories. Universal was going to build something, and Michael Eisner was like, "Hey, why don't we build something first and let's open up a park with like four attractions?" Which <laughs> is kind of like it is now. Actually, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say. I mean, well, <laughs> <laughs> not, much, not much different. Uh, 1999, the final section of Disney World's All Star Resort, the All Star Movies, opened up with the Mighty Ducks and 101 Dalmatians buildings built. Of course, they've got the the Love Bug area. Yep. They've got the uh, Toy Story area and that kind of thing, um, and so and have do you stayed All Stars? Have you stayed there before? I have now. I'm I'm going to be really honest. I have not done it in gosh, probably ten years now. I've gone to just like visit and and like right. look at them, but um, last time I stayed there, I think it was my college. Ooh, my college so you're kind of a, trip. You're you're kind of a resort snob. Is that is that I fair mean, to say? Kind of sort of. Yeah, it's okay. You can say I, it. Yeah, okay. I'm a resort snob. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife, my wife Stephanie is. She is. Uh, she is a resort snob because we've stayed at like all levels. And for me, and I'm a guy. And I think most guys are like this. We don't care. Like I'm good. Just throw me in all star sports for a couple of days. Fine. Whatever. The bed's comfortable. I got a shower. I'm good. My wife's like, yeah, the towels are kind of thin for me, and the whole double bed thing. And you know what? There's only that's one what sink. kills me. There's only one sink, really, just, mm. you know, and so we go to a moderate where it's like, okay, there, I have a queen sink, bed. you have a sink, stay over there. Yep. And so, yeah. yeah I you, need at least a queen. My, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, queen bed to spread out in. Of course, the deluxes, the towels are uber soft and everything. Oh, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like the All-Stars. I do a lot of All-Star movies and a lot of pop century. I'm not a... Music and sports are okay, but mostly because that's just not really my theming. I love the movies theming, and I've stayed at All Star movies many times, and I love Pop Century. And of course, they've got the renovated rooms of Pop, Pop Century. Century. Up with now the, those, their... I would be okay with because it's a queen bed. Yes, queen bed with a pull down. I think twin bed is that yeah, right? Yeah, uh, I think the pull down is a queen too. Is it pull? Okay, it's a queen, so they're doing. I'm queens pretty now. sure. But I think, yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty awesome. That is pretty cool. Uh, Disney news, real quick, and we won't even do the 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 hand, the, uh, the theme song. We'll just throw in here real quick that the um, announced club level guests can buy more fast passes, ninety day window booking, a booking window, and preferred nighttime show viewing with theme park extras offering. Have you? I'm assuming you've heard all about this. Have you gotten lots of uh, lots yeah. of information? Lots of requests and inquiries about this from people well you know what's funny is i got a lot of people sending it to me but uh -huh. they're they're people who are former club level guests or right. you know so they're not currently scheduled but like is this true which you know i was able to confirm yeah this is true um and i do have some people that i have actually alerted hey do you want to do this <laughs> right. um because i know you're not tracking this because that's why you're using me that's why, exactly. <laughs> um, that's why you're using got, me so i'm letting you know <laughs> I've had two conversations with two different club level clients and, and that previous and, 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 uh, and current. And I told them, you know, Hey, you get three additional fast passes per day, not just the ones you have, but three additional. Okay, that's cool. And you get to reserve, uh, you get a 90 day booking window instead of the 60, which is, right, also which really is cool. amazing. You get, you get one preferred, uh, 
viewing location of a nighttime spectacular. So the fireworks or whatever, you get to pick one to sit in, like for a location. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's awesome. And then I say, and it's only $50 plus tax per guest per day. So look, your family of four, it's only $200 a day for your family of four to do that. And that's when the dial tone hits. <laughs> so, right. It's yeah, like, it's like um, yeah. I don't know if I want to pay that. <laughs> yeah. So Disney has rolled out the kind of, kind of overview. Disney's rolled out for club level guests. And a lot of the deluxes have the club levels. Yeah. Um, really club level is really nice because you get the, la- the concierge lounge and that kind of thing. For me personally, I don't know that I would stay club level unless it was just handed to me at an extreme discount. Only because I'm I'm fine. I we leave the park, we leave the resort so early in the morning to hit the parks. I don't know that I would have time to enjoy the the, the club the, level. The club level. I just I don't know. I don't need a turn down service. The Andes mints on my pillow were great, and I've had that before. Like at uh, Disneyland, they do that sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and I don't I don't need to pay an extra however much for that. And but I have clients that love it and that's what they do. And one client I one one family I booked, that's all the Grand Floridian Club level. That's the only thing they wanted. And I'm like, who am I to tell you no? I, Absolutely. Let's do I that. mean Grand Floridian Club level is amazing. I was upgraded yeah. once and yeah. Yep. Love sugar yep. loaf. Well, <laughs> this one family that, that I had to get I was trying to get Grand Floridian, it was sold out. They had literally they had to settle for Polynesian club level. And I'm like, oh. I I, I we I prayed for them. I talked to them. I counseled them. I threw their grief, and Did, so you know we they made it through. They made it. Through. I mean, They're thriving I, now. All I can say that's that was so good of you because it is hard. Yes. But I will say that yeah. the lettuce wraps um, at the Polynesian Club level, holy crap! If I like lettuce wraps, I'm sure if that you would like be awesome. lettuce wraps. <laughs> like they lettuce are wraps. like I mean, like the filling was insanely good. Yeah, but see, my wife Stephanie loves lettuce wraps, and so now I have to tell her this, and we'll have to go to the Poly- Polynesian. Is one of the ones she wants to stay in. That's that's. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, she, she wants to be there. Um, I've I've stayed in those. I've stayed in that. Stayed in the Grand Floridian Contemporary is the one that I'm kind of missing. That's the big one. And there's yeah. a few other ancillary resort pieces I'm kind of missing. But I, mean, I want to be able to say yes, I've stayed in you know a night in these resorts, and so yeah, um, yeah, sure. I've got. And finally, a little bit of piece of news here: the the monorail door oh, opening. Lord. The monorail track from uh, the monorail coming from Ep- I guess from the was, uh, ticket center to Epcot. Yeah, I guess is yeah, that right? I think so. In the middle, in the middle of the, the the journey, the monorail door opened. Now, for people who don't know, the monorail track is up above the ground, probably a good I don't know, fifty, seventy five hundred feet. I, I mean, can't tell distances, but it's up. It's up enough to go over overpasses sometimes. I mean, it's up. It's high. It's pretty and high. So, you know, it's like a monorail track. If you ever have tried, if you for those nerds of the '90s who ever tried to build Roller Coaster Tycoon, when you build a monorail, imagining your track going up to the sky and then leveling off about four or five levels up. That's a monorail. Um, it's not like three stories or anything, but it's up there. And so the monorail cruises along at probably a good 40, 50, 60 miles an hour in between parks and in between locations. And, you know, it's it's a little jerky sometimes. And so if you're standing there holding a bar, if it's really busy, you're holding on to the pole there. And sometimes, sometimes it, you know, you're smushed in there. Exactly. And sometimes you're smushed up against the door. Well, the door opened. It just popped open and which is which on one hand it's like almost hilarious that's like that would be kind of cool you're traveling with a monorail door open on the other hand that's frightening because um yeah if it's a if it's a packed up monorail and you're kind of pushed up against that door and it opens bye i mean that's just like well right so so yeah and it kind of it doesn't really make me nervous, but I'm really hoping Disney sees this as something they really – obviously, they need to fix this because there are supposed to be sensors where the monorail doesn't leave if the door is open. Mm-hmm. And if the door opens, the monorail is supposed to it's stop. stop. And exactly. They're building a gondola system. And so now I'm just like, okay, so we're going to have a gondola system running through all locations, you know, Pop Century to Art of Animation to Caribbean, uh, and, and Caribbean whatever to whatever. And it's a gondola. So what happens if – I don't know. The door opens there. I mean, that's just like, okay, yeah. Disney, let's get this fixed. Let's – uh. 
let's yeah. let's work on this because like i know they're old cars but it yeah it's and all i can think about is so many times on the monorail i see like little kids be bopping around and right. you know right. parent I'm, I'm, I'm not criticizing these people but they're just sort of you know the kids are running right. around the monorail which doesn't bother me it's fine but i'm just thinking from like a danger perspective right. like right if you're my not kids paying, like that. yeah you know that's a yeah, so let's uh, Disney get on that, get that fixed. There's get that get that fixed. I, I made a joke in one of the forums that uh, I'm like, yeah, fifty two point four billion dollars for for Fox 21st Century. What if we did fifty two point one or like fifty two point one three five billion dollars and use the extra of that to maybe kind of do some upgrades and fix some websites and maybe fix some monorails and come on, Disney, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was... a little extra. Just maybe re- reappropriate yeah especially especially that like if it's a safety issue like we need yeah. to fix it now yeah well you and know. it's in, and, I, and i've heard the rumor and i don't know if you know if there's truth to this rumor because you're kind of probably more in tune to disney rumors than i am because on your show you talk to imagineers and you talk to michael eisner and you talk to my oh, Liger. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I wish you know you talk to all those things but <laughs> i had heard that and uh this will tell you this show is although it's a Disney show, it's not connected to Disney itself. So right, you know, we can right. say whatever we need to. Um, yeah, much like like us. I had heard that there was a company. I don't I don't know if it was the, the Siemens Energy Company or not, but it was a company that were saying they wanted to to sponsor the monorails, but all they had to, they would put branding on the monorails, but they would help Disney basically build new monorails. And Disney said no because they didn't want branding on the monorails. Did you have you heard that rumor? I have you know heard that rumor. That? I don't know anything more than just I've heard the rumor. Um, although to me, it's like. Why not? Like, if it's going to fix the system, right? let's do it. I don't care. Like, you wrap the monorail and other things. I agree. Absolutely. (laughs) So let's get to kind of the topic I want to talk about. And this is, of course, last week we talked about 2018 stuff and kind of, you know, my top 10 things looking forward to. And this week I thought, let's do one more segment on 2018 because we've got a full year ahead of us. And what better way to to talk about 2018 is to get you in here and we'll talk about, I want to make some predictions for this year. Maybe at the end of the year, maybe next January, we'll come back and do another show just like this. And and hopefully I'll have you back on before then, but um, we'll do kind of some predictions, maybe four or five things that you think, you know what, I'm going to predict this is going to happen sometime, be it Disney parks, Disney cruises, Disney movies, whatever, anything related to Disney, this is going to happen. Okay. So why don't you go first, throw out your first one, just it doesn't have to be a top five or any kind of order, just what do you think? So I think the first thing, and this has been rumored, it, um, and I think it's going to happen sometime this year, is a change in the show of Illuminations. I do think I've it's going to happen this year. I've heard that. Yeah. I was actually talking to a client, talking to a family yesterday, and I told them, make sure you see Illuminations, because it's a family that goes every year and a half, every two years. Make yep. sure you see Illuminations, because we just don't know. Yep. So. Yeah, I'm thinking that as early, I mean, I really think as early as late summer. We you think so? I, well, I think it could be. And and that's just literally based on um, I've heard the rumor and then I just – the rumor didn't even have a timeline. I just kind of feel like it could be because with Siemens having pulled out, you know, they're right. no longer the official sponsor. That that show is – what? Is it eight, it's, ten it's years like old? 15? 15 years old. Did, did it not replace Tapestry of Nations? Am oh, my I gosh. You're right. Up? It No, I think you're right. It did replace Tapestry of Nations. So, I mean, it's due for a switchover. Yeah, because Tapestry of Nations ended uh, in September of 2001, and I don't know God, how long after. Long. Uh, I'm actually look it up real quick on on the Wikipedia. It opened in 1999. Yeah, uh, and has been there ever since. So we're talking almost 20 years for a fireworks yeah. show, which is in, which That's is kind of like, crazy for Disney standards. And so it really is. Um, 
it's kind of like it reminds me of the sorcerer's hat. I feel like that's all, for yep. a lot of people going to Disney. That's all they know. They know yeah. the sorcerer's hat. Now it's gone. It's like holy crap. Same thing. That's all they know is Illuminations, and so it will be interesting to see the, the outcry. Yep. Although I'll be honest with you, I like Illuminations, but I'm I'm okay with seeing something else. I would yeah. have fought harder for Wishes going away to keep Wishes rather than keep Illuminations. So you know, we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. My I think uh, it's time. my 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 first prediction. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, please. I'm just saying I think it's time. <laughs> yeah, my my first prediction, um, and this kind of goes with Epcot as well. And this is this is fueled by the the uh, the show closing. And is it the, the Wonders of Life? Circle of Life. Circle of Life show sh- closing at Epcot. Yep. And they're going to move the performance stages and stuff from the World Showcase over to that pavilion in the front of Epcot. Yeah. Opening up space in Epcot. My prediction is they will announce specifically they will announce Brazil as a as a pavilion going into epcot sometime in the next two years that's my first prediction uh oh, which yeah. is kind of not even stepping out on a limb because i think everybody's talking about that one and i've heard that brazil or maybe greece is one that, that's mm-hmm. kind of been up there as well yeah um Spain and i'm too. wondering obviously they didn't announce it people were expecting it to be announced last summer at d23 yep. i'm thinking maybe they weren't ready maybe they didn't have the paper signed but they do have a smaller convention called a uh, destination d and it comes up next august in orlando oh, yeah. kind of in the off years of d23 which they do every two years it's a much smaller event but i think that might be a prime time to say let me give let, let's do some smaller announcements that we didn't get a chance to do but uh you know I, i'm thinking brazil is probably going to be the pavilion they will announce a pavilion of some sort oh i'd agree with that or more and so I totally think it's going to happen. No, I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Totally think. And, and I'm excited about that, too, because I would like to see a new pavilion there um, because Brazil's great. <laughs> Brazil's oh, heck really, yeah. Really cool. so, oh, I think that would be a fun but, pavilion. So, um, I next? think my next one, and there have been rumors about this, but nothing specific has come out. I do feel like Wreck-It Ralph is going to go where Stitch's Great Escape is. I feel like we'll get an announcement really? for that. Um, because you think we've got Wreck-It Ralph, or whatever, Wreck-It Ralph 2, what's it called? Right. Whatever, uh, Ralph, Ralph Breaks, Breaks the Inter- Ralph Breaks yeah. Internet. Looking forward um, to that. So that oh, me too. It's going to be a great movie. But that's coming out November of 18, um, mm-hmm. I think it is. So at Destination D, that would be a great time to announce. And let's let's already like say, Stitch's Great Escape, it's only operating seasonally, which is what they right. do when they're ready to close an attraction. They're hosting right. a Stitch meet and greet there. Okay. L- the, I mean, there are people who love Stitch, granted. But it's not as much of hype, I think, right now as, as Wreck-It Ralph. So I right. could almost feel like that may be announced at some point in 2018. Probably won't be open in 2018. But no, 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 no. And, and, you know, they had – I had heard they were closing it for good. And, of course, I have heard right. now that Disney has come back and said, no, no, we never said that. We're not closing it for good. And I can't tell you if they officially said that or not. I know that we announced it on this show, and I've heard other shows say, yeah, it's going to close down, which all signs indicate they will. I'm thinking they probably will open it again seasonally, maybe for spring break, just to have a, a that people eater. That's something that will keep the crowds in. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's it's just I the ride itself, the concept of the ride is very cool. The animatronic is cool. Even the seating is cool. The ride itself, though, to me, it's just it's not a good ride. I don't like the, the, no, and it reminds me too much of Alien Encounter, which I hated. And it smells like chili dogs. Um, it really just it it just stinks in there. So, do you think they'll gut the whole thing and make a brand new attraction, or do you think they'll utilize the the circular seating with the harness coming over your shoulders? And do you think they'll utilize that? I mean, I think that they would try to do it as as quickly as possible. You know what I right. mean? Like be, yeah. again, oh, yeah. a people eater. So I would think that if there's any way in their ride concept to use a circular theater, I think they will. However, I wouldn't put it past them. Like if it can't happen, they'll right. just gut it, you know, but yeah, I, I, I think that. they would maybe try first to do an overlay, but you know, the Imagineers sometimes are like, Nope, 
Redo. Of course. Uh, of course. All right. So my next prediction, um, this goes for the Disney Cruise Lines. Of course, we've got the wonder and the magic and mm-hmm. the fantasy and the mm-hmm. dream. Yep. We've got three new ships coming. So my prediction is sometime this year, they will announce the names of the new ships. Now, I don't know what those names are going to be because we're we're running out of fun celebration-y kind of words. Maybe they'll call one the celebration and maybe the wish or something. But like I don't, I don't know what the names will be, but whatever they are going to be, I predict they're going to announce those names this year to get people hyped up because they're oh, like yeah. coming 2020, 2021, or is, is I think is it's twenty twenty is the first one. Okay. At first, they just announced the two ships, and then they announced right. the third one, and then all of a sudden, so... there's a third one coming out. It's like, whoa, didn't didn't see that coming. Like, oh, so, okay. <laughs> so yes, so I, I predict they will announce the names of the of the ships this year, whatever they may be, and I'm going to say Celebration is going to be one of them because again, I can't yeah. think of many more. Like wish, what, what I agree word, with wish. And, you know, the wish is good. The Disney wish, the Disney celebration, and then I'm trying to think of one more word that I, I can't come up with because man, we've got fantasy, the dream, we've got the all those fancy dream. fun words. The Disney yeah. unicorn or the yeah. Disney, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know they're gonna call it the Disney princess because that would be. I feel like no, that would Caribbean work. might be like what the heck, and so <laughs> right or princess cruise lines might be like what exactly the heck? that too. Like, the oh, Disney Viking or something. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, they'll come up with what a with a well, we'll come up with something. They'll come up imagination. With I bet you imagination. imagination. There you go. The Disney imagination. And then they can't build any more ships because now they're out of words. They're literally out of words. Like, sorry, we're limited. (laughs) Maybe the Disney memory, which sounds cool on the surface, but once you dig into it, it's like, okay, I want to go on a cruise that is, that reminds me of something that happened before. And I don't know, just, yeah, maybe not memory, but um, yeah. So there you go. So that's my, that's my prediction is that Disney will announce the names of the cruise ships sometime this year. Oh, I could, I could totally see that. I could totally see that. Okay, so another announcement. Let's move over to Hollywood Studios that I think we're going to see this year. Um, I think we're going to get an announcement of what the new Hollywood Studios park name is going to be. I really wish it would just to be Hollywood Studios. I know it's. I know. There are still people that call it MGM. There are still people that call uh, it, and it just drives me nuts. If I'm not I'm being like, a professional, I call it MGM. I'm like you had. <laughs> Devon, you've had ten years. Come on. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> I, it's a, I'm like, like I'll go over to MGM. Whatever it is. <laughs> it's like. There are there are hills that that, that, that you want to die on for little small things that really shouldn't that's matter. Right. And that's one of mine is like it's not MGM, it's Hollywood <laughs> Studios. If this was two thousand nine, you call it MGM. That's okay, I understand. It's been it's been eleven years now. I know. Um and so like I still occasionally call downtown or Disney Springs downtown Disney. I almost did it just then. Downtown Disney but Springs. Ten years from now, if I'm still saying downtown Disney, you can you can call you can yell at me because there's no excuse. But I think the <laughs> bad part about that is that it's still downtown Disney in Disneyland. Yes, yes, so, and I'm okay with that because it separates them, and I'm I'm good with that. Oh yeah, um, I'm, I'm good with being able to say Downtown Disney and Disney Springs in two different parks. I'm fine with that. Um, but yeah, like I've heard the you know Disney's Hollywood Adventure, and I've heard you know the, yeah, the studio. I've heard, I've heard Florida Adventure. Things. Yeah, I've I mean, I just movies. I'm probably gonna call it Hollywood for a long time. I just I, yeah. I'll try to, but you know, I think, it is what it is. But I do think we're going to get a new name. Yeah, for it. and oh, and there are still people that call it the Harry Potter Park. Thinking oh Lord. And that's so, that's very true. You know, <laughs> we'd like to go to the Magic Kingdom, and we want to ride the Avatar stuff, and we want to ride the Harry Potter stuff at, at the Hollywood MGM. That's, okay, so let's well, let's break this down. Let's talk about this. For a there's a, there's a lot here we need to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my next prediction, um, my next prediction is that The Incredibles two, when it comes out in June, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be universally acclaimed like it's going to be oh, a yeah. beloved movie and i don't mean just like okay yeah it's gonna be good but i think it's going to be a movie that's going to just now, obviously it's not going to break the box office record like the you know no. of course, it's number one but i think right. we will get a sense of how good it is 
maybe 98, 99, 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's going to be one of the best Pixar movies we've ever seen. I agree. Um, I'm fully, in, I'm fully engaged on, 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 on the Incredibles part two. I love it. It's my favorite Pixar movie, the Incredibles. And so I'm excited about this. Elastigirl apparently has the lead in this one, the kind of her story of her adventure and everything. So I'm pretty excited about that. But that's my prediction is that when we see Incredibles two, we will be blown away by that Pixar, even on the sequel, does it again. And so does it even better. I agree. Yeah, I think people are really looking forward to The Incredibles and have been since the first one came yeah. out in like, oh, yeah. good grief, like 2000. Yeah, uh, no, it was before that. I think it was because it was before I got married and I got married in 06. So it might have been like 04, 05. See, so it opened up in 04, October 27, 2004. So yeah, we're talking 14 years now. Yeah. So that's, people that's have been crazy. wanting it. So yeah. Yeah. Deservedly I, so. Absolutely. Great, great movie. That's a great show. I mean that too, but <laughs> yeah, of course, uh, of course. All right. What's next? All right. Next. Okay. This is one that I really want to see happen. And I do think it's possible. Paint the night coming to magic kingdom. Ooh, that's a bold prediction. That's a bold, that's it's one a been, bold that's one. Been rumored and shot down so many it times. It has been. So. I think it could happen. People are clamoring for a nighttime parade. They miss the nighttime stuff. Of course. You know, I mean, I would say maybe we'll get some sort of announcement for some sort of a nighttime parade. But, man, I tell you what, I would love to see Paint the Night come. I think, well, and, and Paint the Night, of course, is a much, much beloved uh, parade over in Disneyland. It was a California Adventure. Was that correct? Is that where it was premiered? It was in California Adventure first, and then they moved it over to Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, which is right across the walkway. Right. Um, and so Paint the Night was this incredibly gorgeous parade. I've seen a lot of it on YouTube and how just cool it looks. And the rumor has been that since the electrical parade was in Magic Kingdom in Orlando, that it went back to its home in Disneyland before it's going to be gone forever at some point. Um you know, that paint the night would come to Orlando. They've kind of swap parades and it hasn't happened yet. Disney has been without yep. a nighttime parade for a year now, maybe, or maybe more yeah. it's been without it for a while. And so, which is really depressing because we like the nighttime parade and people ask me that all the time. What about the nighttime parade? I'm like, yeah, there, uh, isn't one. Well, <laughs> there is not one at any yeah. park. No, there's really not. There's not a nighttime parade at any park. I just, I, yeah, there's nothing at any park, which is crazy. And so, and so, yeah. Um, so, my next prediction comes with uh, with Star Wars. Okay. I think that we are going to get this is gonna be kind of a fuzzy prediction, but I think we're gonna we're gonna get an opening date for Disneyland, I think, by the end of the year. Um, and I think we'll have a sense of what Disney World's gonna look like by the end of this year. And the reason because mm -hmm. when that when it for, for travel agents, the booking for twenty nineteen usually opens up around June. Right. Now, every year, of course, we tell people, you know, go ahead and book if you're ready, but don't feel like you have to because you've got a whole year's worth of booking. You're fine. However, Star Wars <laughs> opens up in 2019. Yep. And I know a lot of people are going to want to start booking their stuff immediately. Okay. Yep. And I think for Disney to not have some sort of idea of when it's going to open, be you know, early summer, opening, you know, May 2019, June 29, something, just leaving the whole year open, it's going to cause mass chaos because yep. people are going to be booking not knowing when it's going to open. So they're going to, well, let's just book in October. Let's hope it's open. Or let's book in June. Let's hope it's open. You know, and then all of a sudden it opens up in July. Well, now we're going to move bookings around. And so it's, it's right. going to be crazy. So my prediction is that Disney will announce some sort of timeline of something for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge because this will be I the agree. biggest opening in Disney World history. I think this um, is the most anticipated most anticipated too and, and like and i told someone yesterday talking about avatar, avatar and pandora and how one flights of passage which is an incredible ride when oh, it first yeah. opened we were looking at four and five hour waits i was like double that i said i think we will see a seven and eight hour wait for rides like the million talking ride will probably get to a seven or eight hour wait first day or two which is insane but to say that you rode the millennium falcon ride on the first day it was open 
I almost think that would be worth eight hours of my time. Oh my gosh, um, I would one hundred percent down there because I go down there. I go down there, you know, frequently. At first, for a family oh, yeah. coming from like Oregon who only gets to come once every couple of years, and they only get like three days or something, that's not worth it. Don't spend all your time there. Heck no. But I would totally go down there for like and spend eight hours in line just to ride that ride on one day one or day two to say, 100%. oh my gosh, holy crap. One hundred percent, I would. Yes. Yeah. In fact, I probably the, will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in fact, I think we should just go ahead and get a group together. Let's just go camp out right now. Let's just start and let's just do it. I mean, <laughs> so, it's worth it. They'll totally let us into the queue, I'm sure. I'm sure, yeah, where, wherever the queue might start. And so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got another one? Okay, yes, I do have another one. Um, And this is another one. This is kind of far-reaching, but I won't be surprised if we hear this. Um, A Haunted Mansion-themed restaurant. Nice. That is unexpected, but I can see that. I've heard over some rumors. Square. Yep, over in Liberty Square. Okay. I could see, you know, Magic Kingdom really does need some more dining options. They do. They really do. Because, really... you know, they sell out so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the plaza's really small. Tony's isn't huge. Be Our Guest is impossible. Always gone. Yeah, it's uh, You know, so, yep. and then you've oh, yeah. got, you know, Signature for Cinderella's Royal Table. And yeah, there's Liberty Tree, but I feel like that, I mean, I've heard it rumored. Maybe it's just that I really want to see it happen. Mm-hmm. But see that? You know what would be a great place for that would be Columbia Harbor House. It what would if be they perfect. Took that renovated the entire thing into a into a table service. Even if they did be our guest, where lunch and lunch and breakfast were or lunch was yes, just counter service. service. And at nighttime, because the whole setup of Columbia Harbor House, you, I feel it like ties. you could just take that setting and make it into a haunted mansion type restaurant. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody with maybe pale faces and stuff and just to, you know, the get ups and everything and um, the, the the dinners are served with edible cobwebs or something. I don't know. Something fun. Um, but just uh, but yeah, I could totally see that. Oh, happening. man, they, that, that would be amazing. That would be really, really, really cool. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I mean, I think that would, I, I actually I have not heard that rumor. I think that's a, fa- a fascinating rumor. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I keep my ears out on that one. I'm like, oh. <laughs> maybe just maybe um i think and this is my i guess my final prediction and this is going to kind of jump ship a little bit i want to cheat a little bit and this again i don't know if this is going to be that massive of a prediction because i think people have predicted this already but i'm going to jump down the road to universal i think universal will announce a third gate sometime this year i think they will announce oh, yeah. a brand new thing at some point they've got to because star wars is opening up and they need to get out ahead of this because they're going to get crushed yes they um are. you know i think that they're I think they're pla- they have plateaued, not really plateaued, but I think they're not going to gain much more traction on Disney as it is because I don't know if you've noticed this or not, and I'm sure you have. Disney is building things a lot faster, and things uh-huh. are coming out a- a- happening a lot faster because yep. I think they realize, oh, it took us five years to build Pandora. Maybe we shouldn't take five years because in that time, Universal built like 17 attractions. Like yeah, seriously. Yeah, so, like they did the Jimmy Fallon ride and the yeah. second oh, Harry yeah. Potter gate, and but I think you know Harry Potter is big, but I think you know they can only capitalize on that so long. They can only capitalize on so long because we've got seven main books. We had the Cursed Child that came out and of course yeah. the Broadway show. And they've got the Fantastic Beasts, which we're, we're apparently in one of five movies coming up. And say, so let's say that eight years from now we're on the fifth movie. What do we do now? And now we're right. done. Do we go back? We go, okay, let's look at uh, the other, you know, the other Harry Potter stories and tell them. I mean, it's almost like you're, I don't want to say reaching, but you're kind of reaching for stuff to do with Harry Potter. Uh-huh. Whereas Star Wars coming out, episode 10, episode nine will be coming out in a couple of years. An episode. Ryan Ryan Johnson's yep. gonna do three more, like a trilogy. The solo movie's coming out. They'll probably do a few more backstories here and there. I mean, Star Wars can go on for for quite a while. Say, before that and 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 Star Wars was around. I'm sorry, like I hate to say it, but so much before Harry Potter. So you know, you've yes. got yep. generations that don't care about Harry Potter. Oh yeah, that's true. And I but, I, I I love Harry Potter. Read the books. Oh, me I too. Love them, love them all. I'm um, with you. 
thinking logistically, though, Universal is also running out of space. I know they're buying land. They bought more land. And they've got a whole new plot of land they purchased for however much. But there's not much more they can do land-wise. Whereas no. Disney, Disney is the size of Manhattan. And they've only used, what, 37%, 37%. of their property? They've yep. actually 37% of their property. Yep. 33% to confirmation, which means they can still grow by another 30% without yep. even sweating, without even saying, okay, now we're running out of room. Exactly. And so Disney's got all the thing in the world. So I think Universal will open a third gate. Yeah. Um, now you'll hear it say, you know, the Universal tickets are, you know, two parks or you can get three parks. Volcano Bay is not a park. It's a water park. Um, exactly. So I think, that, I think Universal will announce something in the next I mean, it's universal. They'll be like announced it on Tuesday, and then Thursday they're they're selling they're pre-selling tickets to get in because they go <laughs> fast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's gonna be their kind of their final stand. That's their that's their mm-hmm. Waterloo or their their Bunker Hill of yeah. All right, one more thing we can do, and they'll open up a Ministry of Magic area at Harry Potter. It'll be crazy for the first year or so. Yep. And then you know, then then we're good. <laughs> so, yeah, um, exactly. And I do think. I do think not now, maybe not five years from now, but maybe at D23 and 20, I don't know, 2027, Disney will announce another theme park. I think they've got the land for it. And I think there will be a fifth park coming at some point. I do. I wouldn't be surprised if a fifth theme park revolved around superheroes at some level. I I mean, just think of now with Marvel, uh, all the Fox stuff they have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My my vision for a theme park for Disney, and this is what I wanted Disney to do, which obviously nobody ever consulted me on this. But my vision was for what's called Imagination Park. And you walk into the hub and you have like the hub area in the middle, maybe have an icon of some sort. And you have like four lands that kind of jutting out in front of you. And one was a villains park. One would be a superhero park. One would be like a princess park. And one would be like a Star Wars park. Oh, And you yeah. go into those different lands. And you're immersed into those particular worlds. And all four worlds are completely different. You know, restaurants and rides oh, and theming it. or whatever. And, you know, I would I was thinking that that would be, of course, now we bought Star Wars. Or right. we got Star Wars and Marvel Studios. But whatever, heroes but, and villains. But, yeah, heroes and villains would be fantastic. Maybe a ride, like one roller coaster that kind of intersects the two and just, oh, yeah. that'd be awesome. That, um, yeah, that would be amazing. And people would come go on, to just it. On that. Oh, yeah. I would go to that heartbeat. Especially since it's my idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to be invited. Uh, well, of course, you you are welcome. You are more than welcome. You and your husband Brady, come on down and to right. to imagine Disney's Imagination Park. That's and so I like it. <laughs> do you have anything else? You have any more predictions to throw out there? No, uh, the only other thing that I think gets an honorable mention because I think it's basically happening: um, Moana coming to Adventureland, but perhaps okay. with another mountain. I have heard rumors that ah, that it could be like the fifth. Uh, like roller coaster in Magic Kingdom. Don't Where know would for they sure. Put it? Where in the back, um, the, according to the rumor, it would be like in the back corner of Adventureland. I want to say like okay. behind Pirates, maybe. Right. So I see that? Okay. Yeah. All right. Like Moana Mountain or something. Or something the... like that. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I don't know. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to do that because Moana is pretty popular. I could see that. I could see that. Now, an easy prediction would be to say. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to extend the the Flower and Garden Festival till late July, and the Food and Wine Festival <laughs> will start the day after the Flower and Garden Festival ends. I mean, that's going all the way to January when the Festival Arts Festival picks up, and they'll they'll have a day in between each festival that nothing is going on, and so <laughs> <laughs> permanent food booths all the way around, and you know they'll just change the food around and everything from from festival to festival. And of course, I think Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party will probably start in June, and the Christmas Party will actually start in September. They'll just overlap. Um, and go through February because, you know, parties and money, which is I have I, there's a site that I go to called Disney History and I kind of read up on Disney History. And it's funny because the first the first year they did the the Christmas party, there were yeah. like 13 nights. That was it. Like oh over a three God, weeks. Are you span. serious? I'm like, are you kidding me? They start this thing like as soon as the pumpkin comes down in, in October, they starting Halloween. And like Halloween was, you know, 10, 10 or 12 nights the first year. It was like in October. Um, and admission was like 
you know, $35 or something. And that was, yeah, that's that a long time insane. ago. <laughs> that's insane. I know. Like, I just, I, it like blows my mind how much it's grown over the past few years. Yes. How much it's grown. And if you have a little, uh, uh, this is to my, my producer, Clay, if you have a little, little sound bite that does the cash register with the money coming out, that you, you insert that right here. Cause I, <laughs> <it>. so, <laughs> cause, I mean, and, you know, and, and I, I've, I've talked about this before, but it's, on one hand, you can complain about it. On the other hand, you know, Disney is a company. They're a company yeah. who makes money. And do they do they charge more than they should? Probably. And do they charge for things they probably should give you for free? Probably. Um, you know, we were talking – I was talking to a family yesterday. We were talking about Magic Kingdom and how you can go into the Magic Kingdom for an, an hour early. You know, the park opens at 9. You get in at 8. You walk up to Cinderella's Castle. You can walk on Main Street, take pictures, and you can shop. You have – Plenty of access yep. to all the gift shops and the Star Wars and the bakery. And guess what? You can spend all the money that first hour with no attractions to distract you, no characters to distract you. Everything is right there for you to purchase. Disney's making money. Yes, <laughs> so, they are. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes, they are. So that's going to be our Magic of Dollar podcast. We're running a little long, but running about average, which is pretty cool. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us. This has been really, really fun. My pleasure. I had a great time. Thanks for so, having me on. So uh, Divas Dish Disney, when it when it comes, is that like a regular, does it come out on a regular day? Because I know it just shows up on my podcast feed. Like one day I look and like, oh, there it is. And I've never paid attention to the, your release date. Did you yes. guys just release? We release, release randomly? Uh, no, we actually release on Tuesday mornings, um, okay. typically. Yeah, unless we're on hiatus. We took a hiatus over the holidays, but right. um, new episodes drop on Tuesday morning. And we'll have right. a new one out next week as well. So and it's Divas a fun episode. It really, really is. It's a fun show because it really is just, a bunch of ladies talking about Disney. And sometimes they talk about Disney. Other times they get off on tangents talking about random things that, you know, people Absolutely. talk about just here and there. And, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, let's talk about Disney stuff again. You know, whatever. Yeah. So, well, well, in, um, fact, in fact, we're like seven degrees from Disney sometimes. It's like, oh, wait, but that does kind of relate to Disney. So see, here we go. <laughs> Let's connect this chain, connect it back again. So, you know, find a way to connect it back in no matter how much it's a stretch. Um, where would somebody find you on the interwebs if they wanted to find you or they wanted to find uh, your show? Where would they find you? Well, if you want to find me on uh, for Divas, you can always look at us. Uh, it's divasdishdiz.com and Diz D-I-Z. Mm -hmm. yep. And then aside from that, if you want to find me, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, I'm at upon a star gen. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. I am at uh, Disney on a dollar on Twitter and I'm on Instagram at magic on a dollar. Find me on Facebook, magic on a dollar. You can find that by uh, Disney on a dollar. Actually find me there and just let's go and look and read and, and join and whatever. Um, thank you so much for joining us once again here on the magic on a dollar podcast. Had a great time doing some Disney predictions. And if you have Disney predictions of your own, maybe something you're thinking of, of you know what? I think they're going to do this. Email me magic on a dollar podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to talk to you. Jennifer, thank you so much once again for joining us. We'll have you back on really really soon especially once i figure out how to record all the skype stuff properly <laughs> uh, real quick shout out to our show sponsor uh my resume lady.com my friend amy who does resumes she is wonderful her and her team have done resumes for 10 years now resumes marketing linkedin I've, i often say that she has forgotten more about linkedin than any of us will ever know how good she is on that so you can email her amy at my resume lady.com or just get go to the website my resume lady.com she'd love to hear from you and of course my friend clay clay shaver the producer of the remodeling clay podcast coming out every thursday morning which is a lot of fun it's self it's not really self-help it's more encouragement but it's practical encouragement there's no sunshine being blown anywhere it's just real life fun stuff this morning's episode where else are you going to hear the where else you can hear Leverboy played on a random podcast episode on the robot and clay podcast that's where you're going to hear it so make sure you download that find this show find the uh the Diz show the divas Diz show find uh, uh find robot and clay podcast as well all on itunes all on google play on stitcher and wherever finer podcasts are sold given away donated or peddled and so that's our show thank you so much and don't forget to thank a phoenician <laughs>